Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Shut up and sit down. It's a thing. I've always, you know, when I was in college, it was a real problem, and you know, in party cities. That's weird. Okay, in areas where there were a lot of clubs and bars, and we would go to those areas, there would be a lot of street harassment. And so, I wasn't inexperienced with it, but as an adult, because of the way I don't really encounter it as much as, and and, and then I went from working from from college to working. Um, in an environment where I didn't walk on the street. This is, I would, like, park my car and then go into a building. There was no walking down a street. Um, so, anyways, I bring this up because my husband and I did not want to cook, and we had a couple rounds of rock, paper, scissors, Spock to solve that issue, and that issue remained unsolved. Um So I ended up going to get something, and um, I get out of my car, and I hear the following words. Hey, baby, why don't you give me a ride? I'm not sure if this man was saying, hey, baby, why don't you give me a ride in your car, or, hey, baby, why don't you give my dick a ride? I don't know which. I don't. I mean, and I don't I don't pretend to. Now, knowing me as you do, the first words out of my mouth won't be a surprise to you. It went something like this. Why don't you just fuck off? So, dude, who had been walking away from me, turns around and starts coming towards me, and I realized I've picked a fight with someone about twice my size. But, because I live in the South, and there are more gentlemen than there are assholes, this man rolls out of his truck, off six foot four of him, and he says, the lady told you to fuck off. And the dude puts up both hands like he's not going to do nothing, and he's backing away. And the big dude, the bigger dude, turns to me and says, You're awful short if you're picking a fight with people. He says, What are you, 5'3"? I said, I'm 5'4". Thank you. I said, And besides that, I have a gun. I'll pick a fight with whoever who the fuck I want to. And he said, Where'd you go on then? (laughs) So I went in the store. I went in the place, and 
I got my stuff. And when I came back out, um, he was still there. Not the guy who harassed me, but the other guy who, who came to my defense. Um, and uh, so, yeah, it, there's a... There's a more there's a moral here for all of us. One, when someone no, one, you should not street harass people. You don't know what you're going to get from the other end of it. It might be a go fuck yourself or it might be a nine millimeter in your face. You don't know what you're gonna get. And two, when someone twice your size harasses you, sometimes the better part of valor you keep your mouth shut. Mm. Just saying. But I was born without that ability. I don't have the ability to keep my mouth shut. And as my mother is fond of saying, one day, young lady, you're going to let your mouth override your ass. I don't know how to do it either. I never have. I am that child. Okay. My mother, I'm going to tell you a story. My mother, when I was five or six years old, was taking me home from someplace. I don't know where we were. And I had misbehaved wherever we were. And she was bitching under her breath as she was driving. And today, this kind of shit would probably get her arrested. But back then, it... People didn't even blink an eye. So she says, when I get you home, and before I could think, before I could I could get a hold of myself, before I realized what I should and should not say to my own mother, even at six years old, I said, yeah, right, you're not going to do anything when we get home. For the record, <coughs> I was right. But it sucked being right because my mom pulled over on the side of the road and spanked my ass on the side of a major highway, tossed me back into the back seat, and drove the rest of the way home. It's terrible. I mean, honestly, my mother never really um, hit me. So even a spanking was more like a intellectual harassment for me than it was anything else because I thought that I was just too, um, no, you're not going to do that. That's just inappropriate. Even as a little kid, I thought, I thought that was terribly inappropriate. So it never really was a physical punishment, more of an intellectual, emotional kind of thing. Um, but it's weird to say that um, getting spanked was an emotional punishment, but it was because <clears throat> she was attacking my maturity from from my point of view. So yeah, I was right, but I sure wish I had been wrong. <laughs> so there you go. <clears throat> yes, when I was younger, um, Azura just said that her mother would make her pick a switch off the tree for a spanking. Um, I never had to pick a switch. Um, my mom didn't um, believe in using uh, branches <laughs> or sticks. But there was on one ac- more than one occasion where I was instructed to go get the belt, <laughs> which is, from my point of view, 
more abusive than the actual spanking. Just the idea that you have to go get the instrument by which you're going to get spanked, that you have to go get it. it That's some ugly shit. I'm just going to put that out there for you guys. That's some ugly shit. So um, we had Captain D's for dinner. Terrible, I know. Um, fish and shrimp and um, stuffed crab. It wasn't that great. But it was great because I didn't have to cook it. Oh, honestly, from the picture on Lady Holder's Facebook, I kind of wish I was at her house because she had potato soup. Just saying. And she's saying it was delicious. That's just fantastic. I did make some brownies this evening because while I wasn't in the mood to actually cook food, I had no problems cooking brownies. Just saying. It's Sunday and we don't have a fucking topic. But Azura asked me if I was going to do a radio show because I mentioned doing one on Friday. But I was supposed to think up a topic between now and then and now. And um, I forgot. You ever forget? Because I do. And I forgot. Uh Hello, Lady Holder. Hello. Hello. What are you doing? Oh, I'm having the uh, some cheesecake from last night. Did you get epically laid? <laughs> no, actually, I didn't because he had surgery on Friday. So, you know, <sighs> there, there's no getting epically laid on that because he's in pain. So, That's no. Terrible. On the other That's hand, I, I got... He's been gone for months, and he comes home and gets surgery, and you don't get laid. That's... That's terrible. He's home. I'll get laid later. Don't worry about it. No. <laughs> Azor, Azor did give me a topic earlier. I know. But it's disgusting I, and terrible, and, and there is there is no fucking way we're going to I talk saw about that, it. I saw that one, too. I, I was going to gra- uh, grandly ignore that particular horrific thing, but she also did the Canon the Fanon thing, if I remember. Well, yeah, we can, so, I guess we can talk about that. Yeah, <clears throat> because... Uh, Here's a question. Here's a question, um, Harry Potter fans. Is it canon or is it fanon that Snape is Draco's godfather? Canon. Is it canon? I think so. There's the scene in the, at least from what I remember, the movies, where um, uh, Narcissa is having um, Snape swear on God knows what to actually um, protect him forever and ever and ever on men type thing, which is why Snape kills Dumbledore. Yeah, but that doesn't mean he that Draco is his godson. Fine. Let's find the wiki. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, in, if, if if it's not in the books, can you consider it canon? Um, if it's in the movies? If it can't, if, but not if in the J.K. Book. puts it forth, I don't know. Yeah, but J.K. Rowling didn't write the screens, um, screens the scripts. I know. Because I, I have to I think know. if she'd written the scripts that we might have gotten, not that I actually watched the movies, but there might have been a little bit more continuity, a little bit. Oh, continuity, please. Just a little bit more yeah. than what we got in the movies. Um mm-hmm. But they're getting out the books. But they're, the people in the chat room are, are, are getting out books. Um, yeah, no, I don't know ridiculous. if it's canon or fan. That's... That's why I'm asking. I I totally do not know. So um, I don't even think I have an opinion about it. I always tend to use it. Mm-hmm. Okay, Say Wolf is saying, according to the Harry Potter wiki, he's not 
Draco. Yeah, no, that's forward. what I'm looking on right now. <coughs> now, I do have somewhere in my room, I do have the book, but I'm not sure where it takes place in the... Um, um, in the book, so I couldn't actually look. It's just a curiosity. I mean, there's lots of things in Harry Potter in in the fandom that become so wild, so used mm-hmm. that they become um, fanon, and it and the line blurs. So, like, I don't think there's actually a notice me not charm. No, it's I don't think there not, is. It's it's fanon, not canon. Um, I tend to. I always thought, for some reason, that James put up this big epic battle to protect his wife and kid. But J.K. Rowling says that when Voldemort came to Godric's Hollow, James didn't even have his wand in his hand when Voldemort entered the house. Hmm. I think that's terrible writing. Oh, yeah. How can she put so much focus on wands throughout the rest of the series? And here is a man who worked as um, uh, an R. How do you say it? R. R. I think it's R. Um, and he's in a war, and he is mm-hmm. he knows that this dark wizard could find his house at any moment. And he doesn't have his wand on him. I know. I or don't he believe hasn't it. Up on, on wandless. Good lord! It doesn't matter. Ridiculous. I mean, it doesn't matter who you trust or how you trust. Especially since we know how that stupid charm works. Mm-hmm. All Voldemort had to do was kill the secret keeper. Then every single person mm-hmm. who had the secret became a secret keeper and could spread it around. It's ridiculous. It makes it There's the stupidest so charm ever. It is the mm-hmm. stupidest security spell ever created. And I don't know why. You know what? You, you know what my um, headcanon is? That Dumbledore hmm. set them up, gave them that charm, knowing it would fail in one way or another, and he memory charmed Lily to forget it. Sounds like a plan to me. Because Lily is supposed to be bright. She's supposed to be as intelligent. Hmm. I mean, she's supposed to be the. Her and Hermione are, are are supposed to be a mirror of each other. And exactly, why yep. wasn't James the secret keeper, or why wasn't Lily the secret keeper if the owner of the house couldn't be? Yep. Why was it even outside of their family? I don't care how much you trust Sirius or how much you trust Peter. Why wasn't the secret keeper actually living in the fucking house? Why wasn't it a That goblin? way no one could get to them. Hey, Therefore, the secret goblin? would be kept. I don't, I think it, the only, the only real answer to that question um is that J.K. Rowling didn't plan ahead and didn't actually plot the rest of the books when she wrote the first one. Now, if you want to, <laughs> if you want to go <coughs> from a character perspective, then 
Dumbledore is just the biggest asshole to ever live. Oh yeah, he what we knew that already. We we've, we've been saying that for a couple of years now. They couldn't have made um, Harry the secret keeper because the secret keeper had to be able to tell James and Lily where the house was after it was yes. um, after the spell was cast. Um, and it, I I think it has to be written, right? I don't know. Mm, I don't know, but they hand it. They can hand it. So, but they either you know, it, it could have been anybody else. Why wasn't the secret keeper forced to make an unbreakable vow saying he would not reveal the location of There's the house the under any circumstances? Yes, that's, that's how you. It's just oh, like James could have given Peter a list. This is who can know where we are. Yes. Period. You're going to take an unbreakable vow saying you will tell no one mm-hmm. else. It's ridiculous. And and why was that the only security they had? And why was James an experienced? Everything to that fucking word. Magical cop. Or. <laughs> <laughs> Magic cop, hit wizard, whatever the fuck he was, in his house in the middle of a war when he knows the darkest wizard to ever live is hunting for his infant son, and he doesn't have his goddamn wand in a holster on him. It's just bad writing. Uh Uh-huh. I think that... um, yeah, there's, um, there still would have been a story, but I think that it was a disservice to his character for him not to go down in a blaze of fucking glory. I'm just saying. He should have went down like a fighter, and he didn't. It's no, a disservice um, to his character. Yeah, totally. Uh, you know, the 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 worst part about Dumbles is so many people, when when we first read about him, um, he comes across as, you know, this sweet and wonderful and grandfatherly and la, 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 la. And his eyes twinkle and he's great and he's wonderful and he's really fucking funny as the first uh, feast that we see him at. But he's he's not. I mean, if you, if you ever want a dark lord, he's one of them. Okay, he even in his, I mean, even if you ignore all the fan and assumptions, if you just mm-hmm. go by the words <clears throat> that J.K. Rowling wrote, and you don't put any kind of subtext to it, you don't make any assumptions about his motivations that she does not say. He set a seventeen-year-old boy up to commit suicide. He set an eleven-year-old boy up. He set an eighteen-month-old child up. Well, yeah, him and Neville okay. both. But he groomed Harry from the very mm-hmm. beginning to kill himself. Mm-hmm. That's canon. Yep. With no subtext and no assumptions, nope. he didn't train Harry. He didn't tell Harry the truth. He didn't get nope. Harry... Any kind of help whatsoever. And then in the end, he left the person who Harry hated most outside of Voldemort and probably Umbridge to push him over the edge. And mm-hmm. it worked. Yeah. 
terrible. Yeah, but he's just I have a spot bunny. I've been sitting on it for a while. Oh, um, bunnies. Yeah, I have an epic pot bunny. I don't know what I'm going to do with it because it's, um, yeah, but I'm going to share it with you bitches tonight because I don't got anything else to talk about. Okay, here's my plot bunny. James Mm -hmm. dies for Harry, not Lily. Okay. Um, Lily's downstairs when Voldemort arrives, and James is upstairs, and Lily fights Voldemort, but Voldemort just stuns her because he promised Snape he wouldn't kill her. And he goes upstairs and James takes Lily's place in canon. Okay. Okay. So, he dies for Harry and it works just like it's supposed to and the curse reflects and everything else happens the way it does in the book. Now, here's Lily. She wakes up. She goes and gets her baby. Her husband is dead. Six months later, She's still fighting off Dumbledore and the rest of the Wizarding World who wants her famous son. And they're getting ready to take her baby from her because she's a muggle Uh boy and she can't take care of a noble son. I'm going to go with the whole Lord and Lady thing. Okay, so. yeah, and which is totally fanon. I know, totally fanon. There's one line in um, Order of the Phoenix where... Sirius sarcastically says the ancient and noble house of black or the noble and ancient house of black. It's very sarcastic. Okay, anyways, so Lily goes to Sirius, who's who's refusing to claim his title. His brother's dead. His mother's an asshole. He's he's drinking his way into oblivion because his best friend is dead. And she tells Mm -hmm. him, you're going to marry me. So these assholes will leave me and my baby alone. And she sobers him up, makes him claim the title, and makes him marry her to protect her. Now, are they are they two of the three of a triad, or are they just, you know? No, no, no. He was just James's best friend, and now he's got James's wife. He doesn't know what to do with her. And um, she's like... I'm not letting these assholes take my baby from me, so you're going to do this for me. You're, you're uh-huh. going to man up. You're going to grow up right now, Sirius, and, and, and you're going to do this. Uh-huh. And, and you're going to keep your promise to James because you promised to take care of me and Harry if something happened to him. So this is what you're going to do. And so yeah. he marries her because, duh. And uh, <laughs> Yes, because, duh. I like breathing. Lily, actually, that Lily was pregnant is totally fanon. Yes, completely. It's not canon. Um, but it'd but, be great. No, I, I, I wouldn't do that. So I don't know. It's, what's going to happen is, is you know, he marries on. her on parchment, but he's thinking, I'm not going to consummate this. This is my best friend's wife. So weeks pass, and, you know, Dumbledore's still trying to plot, still trying to be an asshole, still trying to make Lily go hide and, and not raise Harry in the magical world because he doesn't want Harry to have any um, experience in the magical world when he comes to Hogwarts. Good luck on that. On and on and on and on and on. And he keeps trying and he keeps trying, and he finds out that Sirius hasn't consummated their marriage. What, he does it? He does a sensing spell or something to see if they've done the dirty? I don't know. I'm just going to say that he finds out. Maybe Lily's complaining to Alice and um, no. Dumbledore overhears it. I don't know. Huh. I don't know. Who knows? Anyway, okay. and um, I don't know that I see um, – I see Sirius Black more bi than I do gay. 
that I always have. I mean, I can I can take I can take him in either direction. Um, mm-hmm. So anyway, um, but it could be because he's tainted sort of for me because um, um, I I lusted after Gary Oldman because of Dracula. Mhm. Yeah. Oh my God! Who didn't? <laughs> With those little round glasses and that long hair. Oh God. <laughs> total, total. Oh, I had some of the freakiest sex dreams about that man when I was young. You would not believe it. <clears throat> All right, and let's um, see. No, I don't think oh, yeah. um, that being oh, bisexual. Oh damn, that would be. Um, yeah, yeah right. Something for you. Um, I'm looking. So at this is how this is the age Sirius would be when she marries him. So Lily finds this out that he's going to um, interfere in in her marriage, and she lets Sirius know, "Look, dude, we've been, man you up. know, my <laughs> there's going to be another man up conversation. Um, this is this is what he's planning, and unless you want it known." <laughs> Mm-hmm. You're not sleeping with your wife. You need to start sleeping with your wife. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, you know. So I had this plot bunny that's serious and Lily. Because a lot of times, what I end up see, isn't he so pretty? Oh my god, that picture is awesome. I'm saving it. Because here's the thing: I can see Sirius walking in, looking like that. Yeah, and, know, right? and giving. I mean, you are saying what that man used to do to me. Oh my god. Well, I can also see him giving, you know, Dumbles the, the, you know, the the stink eye, because yeah. Saving all these. <clears throat> Anyways. Um. Yeah. Just damn. I don't know <laughs> that I would say serious. Um. Is a slut because the because we don't ever see Sirius being romantic with anyone in canon. No. In fanon, he's portrayed um, he's portrayed as a player, and, and I do it too because it's fun. Um, but mostly, I think um, the idea is that because he was epically attractive in his youth, then he must have been a whore, which is ugly. Yes, very ugly. <laughs> It's very ugly. I had a whore face. I ain't gonna lie. I mentioned it earlier. <laughs> you had a very good time from what you I had a everything very that you've ever slut. said. I don't like the word slut. I don't like to um see somebody called a slut. No. Um especially because it's mostly used for women. Um there's another one. I think man whore is kind of funny, um, but mm-hmm. I don't know that uh, it, it's it's probably not appropriate either. You know, just to be, to be no. used in a serious yeah. way. But <clears throat> yeah, see, he's just so pretty. I don't know. I oh, have yeah. a thing for Gary Oldman. I always have. When he was cast as Serious Black, I seriously considered watching the um, the movies, um, and then I Except read Book Five, and I said, "Fuck all that shit." <laughs> Yes. So I've never yes, watched the movies. Yes, yes. 
<clears throat> so anyway, that that's my plot bunny because a lot of times what you see happening is, is that James survives. Mhm. And um, you know, it's James going through all these these issues and problems and dealing with it. So I, I like the idea of, of of Lily being a survivor. Um Oh god, that's a perfect picture. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to put that one, I'm going to put that link up in the um in the description of the uh, Oh god. That's like you're welcome. <laughs> everything just that was a little um, moisture-inducing, I have to say. <laughs> but when, but when I was younger, Gary Oldman was was my super crush. I mean, I just there was mm-hmm. yeah. And after that Dracula movie, oh my god, I would have let him bite me. <laughs> I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't know why she fought so hard. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> Give in, Mina, give in. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> it was terrible. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed it, though. Anyway, so that's, that's my plot bunny for that. I also have a plot bunny where... What, it's more of a bunny. I've actually written some of it. Um, where You know, Carrie, you enjoy the biggest teeth. I'm sorry. It's just, you know, what? I have nothing else to talk about. Okay, so okay. here's my thing. So, I love this idea is what if James and Lily both survive and Harry mm-hmm. still gets cursed and Dumbledore has to deal with them and um and James and the whole time and he doesn't, you know, he doesn't get to plot the, the way he wants to. And so I had this idea and um what it boils down to is it starts when 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 Harry's in his 20s and he's he's come home to his parents' house and he's mm-hmm. he's devastated. He's just he's just super upset because his girlfriend has um, dumped him and she's like mm-hmm. the 14th girlfriend to dump him since Hogwarts. And oh, I remember this one. Yeah, yeah, and um, a little bit. Yeah, I wrote some of it because I couldn't write anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, Lily, you know, gets really upset and she. <laughs> Because she doesn't understand, you know, why these girls keep dumping her son. Because he's not like it's not like he's an asshole. She doesn't understand, so she goes and, and, and it's Hermione, and she really likes Hermione. So she can't figure out what Hermione, um, why Hermione dumped Harry. And and, and Hermione was um, was schooled out um, in uh, Salem. Um, in Salem, yes. Um, like all of the. Uh, I'm 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 digging the purple, yeah. Like all the Muggleborns, because James um, passed through legislation um, to protect them when the Death Eaters surfaced in the 80s, and so all the mm-hmm. Muggleborns were taken out of Great Britain and, and and educated abroad. So Hermione's returned to Britain, and the war is over, and she's been dating Harry for about a um, about nine months, maybe a year, and Harry was getting ready to ask her to marry him, and um, on the night he's going to propose. She dumps him, and he can't mm-hmm. he can't fucking figure it out. He doesn't he doesn't even understand. So by the time his parents get home to to their house, he's you know he's in their garden with a bottle and he's half and he's drunk half a bottle of fire whiskey and he doesn't understand. He doesn't understand how this is keeps happening to him. He did everything right this time, um, you know. He just he doesn't understand. Mm-hmm. But Lily goes over there. She's just fit. She's gonna just 
cussed this girl out. <laughs> and she gets there, and, and Lily and Hermione's a hot mess. I mean, she she's just she's in a terrible state, mm-hmm. in a terrible condition, and it comes out that all this time. Jenny has been sabotaging his relationships by telling these women that Harry is going to marry her after her 25th birthday because they're oh. um, they have a contract. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. And, uh, of course, Lily's like, there's no fucking contract. And Hermione's like, oh, there's a contract. I saw the fucking contract. I went to the bank. I saw the contract. She showed it to me. It, it, it's real. And so they get there, and the contract is real. Dumbledore mm-hmm. did it. And Dumbledore is dead. And so I don't want to give away um, how that works out. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that's a that's a plot bunny. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> because my month isn't complete unless I'm bashing Jenny Weasley. Mm-hmm. I'll take it. I also adore writing a Regency Harry Potter. It's set pre-war, and, you know, Harry's on the marriage market, and um, he doesn't want... Uh, just, he's being chased like crazy, and he's, he's he's really tired of it, and he's fed up with it. And so he announces courting terms, and the, and mm-hmm. any witch who um, um who wants his attention has to meet these terms. And so these terms mm-hmm. are so stringent and terrible that that practically every witch in Great Britain in his age group has been has been disqualified. Like you know, like seven newts. <laughs> mm-hmm. And a mastery in this, and then and, you know, um, considering the time period, an educated woman would be kind of a novelty, right? So he's done all these yeah. education requirements, um, and an age requirement, and he's just made it practically impossible for any, almost any witch to even get close to him. Mm-hmm. And um, along comes Hermione. <laughs> yep, and she's just. Ticking him off one by one on his list, and he doesn't know what to do with her because he was thinking that you know there wouldn't be anybody who qualified, and then then he has to deal with the fact that there is in fact a witch who meets his every expectation, and he doesn't know what to do with mm-hmm. her. <clears throat> so, you know, there there's this thing I'm 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 happy about that, and I like the the whole Hermione and and Harry thing, mainly because of what you've done with it. But I think for me, my OTP and Harry Potter is going to be Harry Draco. Yeah, you know, because it's it's fantastically lovely and and ridiculous. I like it when they snipe each other because it's fun. They can they can get so much interest going with that, and it's wonderful. I do like Harry Draco. Obviously, I've written it. I don't have a problem with it. Mm-hmm. But it isn't my OTP in Harry Potter, and it never has been. <clears throat> I know. I just think so. I think it's fantastic because, you know, when when I look at it, I look at the, the whole idea of, you know, how they make things work, you know, and how um, how hard they have to work at it to get anything to go. I mean, what they and also I think yeah. I like that bashing um, Ron so much, and it's so much easier to bash him when it's Harry and Hermione. Uh-huh. <laughs> just it just it's just so much easier to bash him when um I 
can I can take the woman he wants away from him. <laughs> mm. I don't claim to be nice. Oh no. And also the- I don't believe for a single minute that that relationship would actually work without one or both of them ending up in therapy. Um, Maybe I, him I, in a hall of her in therapy or in therapy and in jail. I, I'm a firm believer that there is a shit ton of, of um, you know, potions going on and, and things have got, just gotten really interesting as far as what's going on. You know, dinners over at, at Molly's place must be, you know, not very, really tasty. Yeah. I think she posted the whole family. That would be awesome if someone wrote a a story where Molly potions her whole family. Um, I honestly I think I've seen bits of it of one or two. Yeah. So I don't know. It's um I also have that one where it's actually one of my favorite works in progress that um, I haven't posted anywhere. Mm-hmm. Is the one where um, Hermione and Ron are about to get married, and Hermione Hermione mm-hmm. accidentally reveals to Ron, or not accidentally, but in the course of an argument, that she's not actually a virgin. And Ron uh-huh. um, loses his shit and uh, <laughs> calls her a whore, and you know he's just going on and on and on. And in the midst of losing his shit, he goes to um, the ministry and challenges. Um, with ancient jewelry oh. protocols, the person who took her virginity and accused them of ruining her. Well, of course, the person who did it is Harry, and he doesn't know that. Uh-huh. And once this challenge is made, it can't be undone. So uh-huh. here's Harry going about his business. He's divorced Jenny because Jenny turned out to be a lesbian who'd been emotionally abused and mistreated by her mother to hide her sexuality. Until she almost killed herself. So so in this, she's not a um, basher. Um, she's just uh-huh. a victim of Molly, who's, who I'm bashing like Jesus. a motherfucker in this story. <laughs> Bash away. <laughs> and so, you know, Jenny, you know, and so he's divorced Jenny, and here comes along, and he gets this note from this, this letter from the um, ministry saying mm-hmm. he's been challenged to a duel for ruining Hermione. <laughs> so he has to go to court. Jesus. They talk about his sex life, and he's not happy about that at all. And so he has a choice between either marrying the woman he ruined or killing Ron mm-hmm. in a duel, because the the the, the duel is to the death. The and Ron didn't know any of this when he did it. He was just an asshole. And oh, God. Hermione's mostly convinced that she <laughs> that she doesn't want Harry to kill Ron. That she thinks eventually she'll probably regret it. And so, just, I mean, you know, so, yeah, I'm having pretty fun with that, too. It's, um, I'm I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Yeah. I guess, I guess part of me is hoping one of these days that in one of your fandoms, um, be it the Harry Potter or be it the, um, uh, Atlantis, you're finally going to write a threesome. Hmm. If I wrote a threesome in Harry Potter, it would be um, Harry, Hermione, and Draco, obviously. Okay. If I wrote a threesome 
in Stargate, it would be John, Rodney, and Miko. I'm definitely for that. Um, if I wrote a threesome in Avengers, it would be Steve, Pepper, and Tony. That one's well, I am running a threesome. Oh, hey. in, I am running a threesome, but it's uh, Thor, Darcy, and um, Jane. They're off. There's for they're that. off scene basically. Mm. Hey, there's another threesome that wouldn't be bad, which would be Clint Barton or Clint Natasha and Phil. I read that threesome. I really enjoy it. And yes, Senna, I am going to do a threesome for Lord of the High Elves, and it will be. Um, Draco, Hermione, and Harry. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it because um, I think I'm going to rewrite a little from what from the excerpt I have. And so Harry doesn't come back to Hogwarts until he's 15 because the Ministry refuses to lift the thing, and there's like this big, huge deal. Mm-hmm. So by the time Harry returns to Hogwarts, he's he's not a little kid anymore. And um, no. I, I, I kind of like that idea of, of, of him coming into it um, much older instead of coming in as a, as a second year because it kind of derails most of um, Dumbledore's plotting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's after the Triwizard Tournament, which I don't want to write. I always hate writing that. that. That's why I try to avoid it as, as, as much as possible. Um, Rowan, uh, Spider-Man is a teenager. <laughs> no. <laughs> so. No. <laughs> What? Uh, Rowan put up Clint Natasha Spider Man. As bendy as he is, um, still he's seventeen. No. Yes, I know. He's now, seventeen, Natasha's and Clint is actually close to forty. I know. Clint could have fathered Peter Parker. I thanks. That's have a problem horrific. with that. I don't know why. I I really have a problem with that. I have a plot bun- bunny Claire. Claire Watson, who's in the chat room, who said, so Jenny, so Jenny died of diary poisoning. I have a plot bunny <laughs> where Harry and Hermione are um, uh, fed up with their crappy-ass lives, and um, they do, they go back in time for, for revenge purposes. And Harry decides he's going to go back to second year. And... <laughs> And he goes, and he ends up in the Chamber of Secrets. He goes back a little, a little um, far? further than he wanted to. He wanted to go back that summer so that he could save Sirius. And he ends up in the chamber, and he's already killed the snake. He's got this thing sticking out of his arm. And so he stabs the diary, and he, and Fox, how, how do you say that? Fox? Fox. Phoenix. Fox. Fox. Yes. Yeah, saves him. Fox the Phoenix. And there's Jenny. Laying there, the bane of his existence, the reason his life was so fucked up, and he... <laughs> Is this one of your dark fairies where he takes care of problems ahead of time? <laughs> yes, he... <laughs> he uses his parcel magic spell to make her a squib. <laughs> And he blames the Go diary, and they all buy it. Everyone buys it, but Hermione, because she knew, because <laughs> she knows what's supposed to happen, right? Uh-huh. <clears throat> so instead of her dying by poison, she ends up uh, mm-hmm. with no magic, 
which he thinks is a justifiable punishment for the miserable life he had to live because of her. And so, yeah, and he's going to um, castrate Ron, and yeah, he's going to kill a few people. To me. And um, I, I actually have the plot document, and it's like chapter eight. Oh, God. <laughs> it literally says one plot point on this chapter. It's chapter eight. Harry kills Dumbledore. <laughs> I knew I liked that kid. <laughs> Nobody's making it out of this of this story. And actually, I have the prologue. For this story on Evil Author Day, it's the one where Hermione castrates Ron, and she's hiding at Grimwald Place, and um, her oh, and Harry decide to go back one. in time. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and while Harry's going about his business, ruining Ginny and um, killing Dumbledore, Hermione's compiling a hit mm-hmm. list. <laughs> she's going to take out Umbridge. <laughs> she's and you murder of the Minister of Magic. She's gonna kill Fudge. She has a plan. She has a total plan. And um so yeah. Yeah. They make they make Dobby their hit minion. <laughs> oh yeah, here it is. Found it. Copy. <clears throat> so, uh, so yeah, I'm you know, and um, it's, it's Harry it's goes home for the summer, and he he spends the whole time um, on the way home, um, ruining. Um, he like keeps casting cheering charms on the Dursleys, and um, they're all happy and shit, and they have no idea that he's basically just cursing the shit out of them. And um, so yeah, I'm I'm having a lot of fun with that. Probably too much fun. But you know what? I write to amuse myself. So there you go. Master, give Dobby a sock so Dobby is free. (laughs) Yes. And they make... Dobby is pissed. There's one scene... There's one scene where um, Dudley comes into the room and, and, and Dobby and Harry are in there. And um, um, Dobby uh, and, and Dudley, Harry convinces Dudley to go off and kick some kid's ass because that kid broke Harry's arm when they were little. And um, when he leaves, he turns to Dobby and says, <laughs> he can be an apprentice in our in our muggle division and you can be the boss of him. <laughs> Oh my god, you're horrible. <laughs> it's just oh so mean. I just just terrible, terrible, terrible things. I was talking in um the chat room maybe about mm-hmm. uh the the challenges for April. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And my final decisions for the two challenges for spring training. We're going to do two sessions at 20K apiece. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, two 14-day challenges at 20, at 20K apiece. So there will be one through okay. – be the first of the 14th and then a little break, and then and then we'll do the rest of it. Um, okay. About two days break, I think, and then we're going to do the rest of the challenge. So anyways, mm-hmm. um, 
The first one will be um, historical. Historical period of your choice, fandom of your choice. It cannot be a time travel. You have to to put your characters in a historical setting. Jane, we actually have to research? Fuck. Yes. Yes, that's why I'm going to officially announce it after um, November so you can start researching it. You can figure out uh, how they're oh, going to dress, what they're going to say, and um, where they're going to be. And our second challenge is going to be immortality. Uh huh. And it can be vampires, it can be werewolves, it can be um, uh, Highlander. I don't give a shit. It can be. But the idea Highlander. is to explore immortality and the ramifications thereof. And I already have my idea. Okay. <laughs> oh, and for those who who were wondering, um, the hubby is actually in another room, and he's watching. I think it's Amazing Race. So, whatever he's giggling on, fuck, I don't know what it is. <coughs> um, for my immortal, I'm going to do um, a reincarnation pick. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put it into four, five k, um, sections. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start it. My first story in the challenge, my historical AU, will be their origin story. And then in the second challenge, I'm going to take, um, and do four sections at five k each of them moving, um, them being reborn over and over again with an, with an immortal soul. And and, that, and that's what I'm going to call it. And um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> so. So every, mm-hmm. every lifetime on their 18th birthday, they wake up and they remember everything. Hmm. There's a, I don't know, I haven't really thought about it. Um, I, I mean, I don't know what I would do. I, I mean, I'm already, in some ways, I'm doing something similar because, um, you know, Ionis is, is for all intents right. and purposes, immortal. Um, you know, and so is Roken because they are, the only reason they have descended is because they basically got drop kicked. Um, there was no, there was no, um, I really want to go back to, you know, to being, you know, corporal here, although they probably did, but there was no real, there was no real urge to do it. So, hmm. Here's the kicker about my idea that's really Mm -hmm. got me, got me excited. In the first historical, um, I'm going to pick a fandom. I'm going to pick a pairing. And I'm going to put them mm-hmm. in a historical setting. I'm not sure when it's going to be in time. In the second section, I'm going to pick another mm-hmm. fandom. Um, okay. And like when I open up the when I, when I open it up, so each of those four sections will be um, the same souls in a different can in a different pairing in a fandom. So. Like for instance, hmm. I could do um, 
Arthur and Merlin. There's a thought. Then I could do... Um, <clears throat> I don't know. Um, I haven't thought that far, far ahead yet. Time, time I could line, do. Follow the timeline. Where do we want to go next? Because Arthur Spartan. is somewhere in the... <coughs> yeah, Spartans are in the, 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 the... Just barely BCs, if I are... If that. If not, just flips over in the 80s. I don't think they had the... I don't know. They're 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 somewhere in the, the close to the year zero. Um, Arthur. I could is do Stephen Bucky in World War Two. I, I could do Stephen Buck um, Stephen Bucky in World War Two, and then mm-hmm. again, I could do like say uh, Starsky and Hutch, or the original Hawaii Five O Dano and um, Steve. Did that even work with the original Hawaii Five O? I don't know. I never watched it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I know. Oh, look, Cannon. Cannon. What? No. I don't, I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> exactly, Senna. I, I don't know. I'm. Gonna, I haven't decided what I'm going to do with it. But that. But. But that's my idea. That their immortal soul is traveling. So. They end up. Coming together over and over and over again through time. Um. To, to come together. So if I start with, say, Arthur and Merlin, I'm going to end with Harry and Draco. But if I start with a different pairing, um, whoever it may be, uh, I'm going to end with John and Rodney. So once I pick my fandoms, I could, I could do Kirk and Spock. That's really interesting because I could do... Um, oh... Oh God! Oh, oh! I just had an epiphany. Oh God! I think I I actually hurt myself a little bit there. Hold on! Oh my God! I could do Sherlock Holmes and John Watson for the historical. Okay, the 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 movie ones that we know. So they are Victorian. So they're in the 1840s or something. Right. Then I could do. could do Steve and Bucky, maybe. Well, then they'd be dead. They're all going to die. Well, I know that, but what, they're going to live out their life all the way through? It's going to jump. I'm going to jump. I know that, but... And then I'm going to... And then I could do John and Rodney. Okay. And then I could do Kirk and Spock. You're jumping universes, too, completely. Okay, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's the point. That's the whole point. <laughs> if it works, it works. I mean, that, that Actually, would definitely... Actually, for uh... me, I think I would make it the exact opposite. I think that that is the kind of shit that gets a man back in the face. <laughs> is there anything you want me to say to him since you're not on speaker? <laughs> I couldn't do 
you, Jim and Blair, in the um, – She's ignoring you, you hard. <clears throat> Anyways, but what I would say is, is I would not make John Kirk. I would make John Spock. That would definitely defy expectations to have them be reversed like that. And it's not just the pointy ears. It's that of the two, look at John and Rodney. Of the two, who is really the stoic of them? Rodney is personality. He has a lot of passion. He's boom, 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 boom. That is not Vulcan. No, That's not, not hardly. So no. <laughs> Am I actually getting nitpicked in the fucking chat room? Is that what's happening right now? Um, I don't think so. Did I say reverse? I, I meant rever- reserved. And if even if I did, fuck all y'all. <laughs> Part of it, I think, is they got thrown off by my husband being an absolute shit. Which, by the way, you were very <coughs> sick. You completely ignored him. I'm used to that asshat behavior. Behavior. <laughs> behavior. Did you hear my accent there? I'm I'm used to that asshat behavior. Uh huh. Yeah. He doesn't exactly. No, I would say that if I was going to um, write them, um, that that Rodney would definitely be Kirk. Rodney would say he's in a Kirk very, is brash, he's in a very he's pretty body. Personality. It doesn't matter. This isn't about their bodies. Yes. This is about their soul. Yeah, but I can also see, you know, uh, Rodney looking down, going, "Oh, I'm going to play with this, and then go have a great deal of fun." <laughs> well, see, that's the thing is that um, it isn't like Rodney's going to suddenly wake up in Kirk's body. I mean, it's. That when he when when Kirk turns eighteen years old, he's going to remember all of his past lives, and he's going to remember um, being an astrophysicist mm-hmm. and oh, going that's to make class interesting Stargate. You know, going to a star, um, going through a Stargate, mm-hmm. and um, so that that kind of thing. If I pick that character. You know, it just depends on the characters that I pick. So that's my idea, is to have these two immortal souls traveling from um, one life to the next. And if I play it right, I'll start it with the historical AU, and then um, then in my second piece, um, maybe I'll just do two, like two halves, like two 10K. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Or it could be that um, that John and Sherlock go... Retire to the country, they go to sleep, and of course they they die peacefully that way. And then okay. in my second story, which would be very bittersweet. Sorry, guys, in advance, I don't usually write despic. Um, and, and in my second story, they would um, they would meet. Because see, I really like the idea of doing Sherlock and John. I like the idea of doing Sherlock and John, and then doing John and Rodney. Because I can see John for John and Sherlock to Rodney. I see that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I like the idea of that. <clears throat> so what, they they lay down to sleep in 1860-something? Or, no, wait a second. 
I don't even remember when historical um, uh, Sherlock was because it wasn't in the 1840s. It was in the 1890s uh, for the movie verse. I have to look it up. I have to look it up. I was under um, the impression that actually that um, the uh, the books took place in Victorian. Oh, 1890s oh. was Victorian England. So yeah, but um, but I could see uh, that playing out where they, you know, I could even end it before the death, so if so, it would technically be a death pick. And then um, John and Rodney, they're going about their business, and they meet in Antarctica. And John's been living with the memories of of being John Watson for over a decade, and he, you know, he doesn't quite know what to do with it. And then he meets Rodney, and Rodney is. So familiar. He's so familiar, but he can't tell Rodney that he remembers a past life, or that he remembers more than one past life. Like he remembers hundreds of past lives. He can't tell him that because that's crazy, right? So, and Rodney's mm-hmm. in the same boat because here's another John. Here, here's a John who's just here's as compelling and is just as fascinating as the John he remembers from his last life. And By he's the way. a soldier. What? 1880 to 1914. Okay. So, yeah, that that works really well, actually. Um, mm-hmm. I couldn't actually use Steve and Buff, um, Bucky because Steve doesn't die. <laughs> and neither does Bucky. No. They're actually still alive. But mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's canon that both of them are frozen and, and reanimated in the, in, the, mm-hmm. in the 90s. So I can't actually use either one of them. But the, the idea is sound. The idea mm-hmm. is there. Um I like the idea of of them both, you know, angsting through this whole thing and neither one of them wanting to admit something that sounds incredibly crazy. Until there's no choice. And then maybe they get in their argument, and it's like a really old argument that that they had a bunch of times when they were living in their old Mm -hmm. life, or their last life together, and... um, one of them goes, you know what, this is just like that time, and he just rambles off some time that happened like in, oh, I don't know, 1910. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're like, what? Oh. Really? Um, and then shit. they they realize that, 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 that they're both mm-hmm. going. No. Rowan says, I could have a reincarnation done with, if when Steve goes frosty and Bucky gets mind wiped. This is about their soul, not about their mm-hmm. consciousness. Even if their mind is wiped, but they still have their souls. Their mm-hmm. their soul is still there. And also, I don't actually ship Steve and Bucky. It'd be difficult. I have a very brotherly um, vibe going on for them. Mm-hmm. I should get past that, that. To, um, to ship it. Um I mean, I could. Yeah, I could get another. past it because they're not actually brothers, but, um, but yeah. So my idea is basically to start my historical AU and create. Um, and I'm calling that in in my head. I'm calling it immortal souls, and the idea of their soul moving from one life to the next. And um, I, I really like the idea of starting with John and Sherlock and ending with John and Rodney. I really like that idea a lot. <clears throat> Works out well. I think so. Um, I like the. I, th- I I really do like the the um, Arthur thing. Um, and I may just see if I can steal that one from you because. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, you can have it. Totally have it. I'm saying okay. it right now. She can have it. 
Now, yeah, now what are you going to do thinking. with it? <laughs> well, ooh, ooh, you could you could do it with um, Arthur and um, and uh, Merlin, and then do it with Harry and Draco. Yeah, that's actually what I was thinking. But and then we could have we could we could call it the Immortal Soul series together, the two of us. That would work, but I'm thinking it uh, bookend it where, you know, um, it's a slightly different Camelot than everybody expects. Not the one from yeah. legend and myth that we've got, but one where, you know, it's it's still it's magical Britain and it's um, the four founders have petitioned for for land at the far northern end of um, Arthur's estate or Arthur's land to put together a school. And he sees it, and he watches it, and shit happens, and they, you know, they pass in the history. And then, you know, you it, Arthur is called the once and future king for a reason. I love the idea of the king being Draco instead of Harry. <laughs> You are such a prat. Why the fuck haven't you grown up? Merlin? Me? <laughs> All right. <gasps> just because this this just because Harry's always the king, right? You know, and I write that too. Mm-hmm. I do write it. But um mm-hmm. it's 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 interesting if, if, if Harry is the reborn Merlin and Draco mm-hmm. is the reborn king. You know. Um yeah. And it's just, um, wouldn't Lucius be pleased <laughs> for like half a second? <laughs> yes. And then when then when he realized exactly <clears throat> how much traction he does not have with his kid. So if anybody um, else would like to play with us and and do this with their own pairings, you're more than welcome to. Mhm. So if I have Sherlock and John. And John and Rodney and Lady Holder has Merlin and Arthur, Arthur and um, Harry and Draco. It would be mm-hmm. interesting to see how people do it and see what they do with it. Yeah. Um. So don't be cross. <laughs> Sorry, kiddo. Oh, Come play with us. Gee, children. Oh, do. too bad, kiddo. You t- you totally want to play with us. Yeah, no shit. Because uh-huh. you could do... Um... <laughs> oh, she can do the Spartacus thing with, with the, um, uh, the the two um, gladiators and then have them... Let's see, who would they come back at? Um, let's see. I mean, I know we've seen the, 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 um, the pictures of them. Let's see. Eric, they totally uh, could come back as Spartan Senna. They totally could. Yes. Yes. And hell, you know, you might even be able to borrow, if you sweet talk her enough, the idea of, of, um, you know, Kira Spartans, 
and her engineers. You can you can totally borrow that. You can totally <laughs> borrow that. You've just been cursed. <laughs> Incepted. My mother, Love Sina, you, I have a story for you. Sina, I have a story for you. My mother <clears throat> turns to me and says, we're in the cafe. She turns to me and she says, wouldn't it be nice if someone got up and got me some coffee? I said, yeah. that would be nice if someone got up and yeah. got me some coffee. So I got up. And got my mother some coffee. And I come back oh, to the you're table and I'm down with it. And I, ha- well, I got myself some too. Let's not play. Um, uh-huh. I got her some coffee. I got her a mocha, if you're interested in knowing. Sugar-free. Sounds like a good plan. Yum. Um, I got myself a vanilla free. latte. Well, yeah, she okay. got sugar. Um, I yeah. got myself a, a vanilla latte. So I come back and I put them down. And she picks it up. And she smiles and she says, and that... Ladies and gentlemen, was a successful inception. Uh huh. Your kid, or your your mother. <laughs> oh my god. And everybody around us hee-hawed their ass off. Uh huh. <clears throat> and I thought of Senna, and I meant to tell her on Friday, but I forgot. Yeah. It was that that that, that was on Tuesday. Mom came to my house and kidnapped me. And uh, we went um, to the Aww. shop, and um, she uh, uh, made me write. And um, she, somebody came up. <laughs> this is terrible. This is terrible. My, I'm sitting here writing, and this lady comes up, and I hate this lady. Oh my god, I hate her. She's um, a local writer, and she self pubs. And there's nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with self publication. I don't actually approve of it. Personally, for myself, um, I don't know. It just, anyway. Senna, that's for you. Um, the, the link I just put up is for Senna. Anyways, uh, it's fine. What I don't approve of is self-publication and then um, doing what she does. What she does is... is uh, she self-published a work a couple of years ago, and she still submits mm-hmm. it for publication to other publishers. To publishers, um, she sends them a PDF of it already. You know, it's already been published. Oh, terribly, it's terribly rude. It's terrible. Oh my God. Anyway, it took her twenty years to write this book, and um, she sells it. She sells it out of her trunk for thirty dollars. It's a paperback. Oh my golly! Yeah, I know, right? I can't stand her. I hate her. Um, and also, it doesn't help that it's an inspirational. And you bitches know how I feel about that shit, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I think, if you're gonna buy inspirational, um, I don't think they should sell anything inspirational that that, that, that won't make you masturbate. Yes. By the way, that's really the really only crazy. true inspiration you should have. I'm just saying. You know, I told her once I write inspiration, and she said, "No, you don't." I said, "Yeah, I do. I inspire my readers to masturbate all the time." And if that's yes. not inspirational, yes. I don't know what is. I did Here's not get. <laughs> it was evil. Well, I have. Okay, go ahead. 
you you are evil, but that that's just normal. What I'm what I was going to say is the video I'm watching. By the way, I'm watching it silently, so it's great time. Both of these actors <laughs> are apparently straight, incredibly straight, and yet this is one of the sexiest videos I have ever watched, and I I think it every time I watch it. Okay, it is they are having. A relationship. They're I putting think. everything that they have I into think. it, and there is no joke. <clears throat> what I would say, okay, about this lady. So, me and Mom mm-hmm. are in the cafe, and, and we're doing, we're doing the, um, I'm, I'm riding, and she's farming. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's serious about her farming. Did you, what did you say to her? Because you and I were talking when your mom called you at, oh, my God, clock in the morning. I got on my Facebook and farmed. What? That's my mama. Of course I did. Anyways, okay. I'm sitting there in the cafe, and I'm riding, and this lady comes up, and I don't like her, and my mama knows it. My mama puts her finger up, and she says, <clears throat> and she says a woman's name. I'm not going to say her name. I'm going to make a fake, a, a fake name. We'll go with PETA, as in pain in the ass. Uh-huh. Um, PETA, it's National Novel Writing Month. I'm going to have to ask you to walk away. Because yeah. she's quite busy writing butt sex and doesn't have time for you. And she has her finger up in the air the whole time. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, your mother. She's definitely the best. Yes. that That's the loins I sprung from right there. Yes. Yes. But she had her finger up in this lady's face, and her nails are painted. Uh-huh. Um, she's wearing red this, this month. She's wearing, um, I'm not really a waitress by OPI, so it's a really bright, shiny, kind of sparkly red. Not actual glitter, uh-huh. but you know, you know what I mean. If you've seen that color, it's a beautiful color. Yeah. Um, and she's got that going on. She's got that red, and her fingernails are twice as long as mine. So she's got about, I don't know, a half an inch of nail in this lady's face. <laughs> Oh, God. She's quite busy riding the butt sex. And she said the butt sex. She's quite busy busy riding the butt sex. Uh-huh. I said, yes, I ride all the butt sex. Uh-huh. Oh, my God, your mother is fantastic. So, yes. Yeah, it's a it's a very and it's a very vivid color and it's really pretty. Uh-huh. Um especially when it's put on accurately with a really good top coat so it's got that really uh-huh. nice sheen to it. It's gorgeous. But anyway, yeah, so that's what My mother does not actually read the butt sex, but she will defend my right to write the butt sex. Right of the wall. Yes. She'll go right of the wall with it. So she mm-hmm. can be counted on for that. <laughs> uh-huh. um, yes, the butt, the sex. butt sex. Yes. At least it wasn't surprise oh, yeah. butt sex. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, sometimes it's surprise butt sex, but... It's never a surprise for me, but some people get genuinely shocked. 
Anyways, so yes, so yes. Um, my mother's been in rare form all week. Uh, she's, um, I don't know, I have no idea what's what's going on in her head, but she's a little crazy this week. <sighs> uh, it's the week before Thanksgiving. I don't know many people who are relatively who are completely sane during this period anyhow. Azor needs a pen name. Um... We won't discuss it here in, 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 in case her mom listens to the show by accident. But maybe we go to Minion headquarters and we can help you out. Yes, there's a there's a distinct possibility. Oh, you know my office is having a a. Um, oh, I love that Azor. Don't say it out loud. I love that one. There's a thought. Um. My office is having a ugly Christmas sweater um, thing, and they have, I don't know, BuzzFeed has some pretty horrific sweaters up that if I owned one of them, I might actually wear. Is that one of those three reindeer having a threesome? Yeah, there's that one. You know, um... Look, all of the good. There's no need, mm-hmm. you know. You know what I hate besides ugly sweater parties? Um, what? that white elephant game. I hate that shit too. I just. Oh no, I don't. I don't play the white elephant. My if I if I have to have a any type of an elephant party at work, it's a pink elephant. Which is. We don't bring ugly, horrible gifts. We bring booze. <laughs> so by the time you hit the bottom of your bottle, you've seen a pink elephant. <laughs> if I'm going to have a, uh, an elephant party, it's going to be a pink one. You know? And, you know, at least make it something that everybody's willing to drink. Bring wine, bring spirits. You know, bring something interesting. Don't bring something, you know, yeah. Pink elephant. So, I can take that. Bring a drunk man in. Worst part, yes. The worst part about it is, unfortunately, we have to stay sober at work. Yeah. So. I would not do well because I can't hold my liquor anymore. I got drunk on three shots. I'm not going to lie. Three shots. It was It was embarrassing. Yeah. Shameful. Uh-huh. Completely and utterly shameful. Um, Senna, if you really want some help with that and to do it subtly so you the chances of you getting drop kicked are less, go to Trader Joe's. They have some interesting um chocolates there. Have fun. Area code nine three seven, you're on the air with Kira and Lady Holder. Really? Really? You wait till we're not complaining about the story anymore. <laughs> I didn't know it was you. Hi, baby. What's up, guys? Oh, not oh, much. Oh. They have those chocolates at the BX, by the way. Really? They and have they have Bailey's one. And... Oh, hey, that's even better. Mm-hmm. I thought so. Hi, Tom. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
ever since our tr- true story, ever since I first took a phone co- um, phone call from Senna, whenever I'm on Facebook and I see one of her comments, I I read it in her voice. <laughs> Aww. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Well, Which is know, really hilarious when she's saying something, you know, really sarcastic because she has that little girl voice and she's saying, uh-huh. fuck you, I do what I want. Yeah. 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 My husband Googles when I do it in person. So, I mean, somebody else might as well Google about it too. I have a little girl voice. It runs in my family. Um, I have a cousin what? who sounds exactly like me. My sister and I, my husband can't tell us apart on the phone. <laughs> Hold on a second. I may have to smother somebody. Wow. <laughs> you can't do that on the air? That's not yeah, a alibi. I said yes. maybe. I didn't say I was going to do it. He's well, about to do the, the wheel is, on his chair, recorded. though, so he falls and cracks his head. It was an accident. Hmm. We all I didn't do anything. Yeah. I didn't do anything. I'm sitting in my chair. I have not moved. Did you um? Did you just call in to listen? No. Or did you call in? As you I actually called in about the story, but you know. <laughs> oh well, I don't actually pay attention to my dashboard. I'm sorry. Um, it's okay. What did you want to bitch about on my story? I didn't throw anything. What? what? I'm gonna stop looking at chat. I'm answering their questions, and I shouldn't be. What? No. Uh-huh. N- no cookies, nuns, or orphans. Stop distracting me. So, Stop reading the damn thing. About, so what about you your story? What are you going to do? What? What are you going to do for your story for April? Apparently, I'm writing with you two. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I'd be sympathetic, but I'm really not. Yeah, like, I, I believe that for a second. Well, I know it, it, you know... She's like a, a, a second victim, so she could be your partner in complaining since kind of <laughs> talked her into doing it, too, put her on the spot yeah, right no, on the air. She'd just bring up the no. fact that she's known you longer. <laughs> Iffy on that one, actually. But, you know, it, it's a case of more... Um, she's managed to get me to write fandoms I haven't written in before. She's, I haven't even uh, watched that part of Spartacus. Who has to watch any it's, part of Spartacus? Go watch some true. of the bloopers. Go watch some of the, 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 the lovely the video of, of the sex. Because, I mean, that's <laughs> a great video for just watching for the sex. It is, um, isn't it on Netflix? Yeah, yeah but I, I'm too lazy for that shit. I do what I want. Are you, did, are you serious? Did you just say you were too lazy to, for Netflix? Yep. Then I'm not one to criticize because I announced my radio show this evening to Lady Holder by taking a picture of my computer screen and texting it to her. <laughs> you got to wait for it to stream. I totally did. You did. And and here I am. I get the, the text. I open it up, and I look at it, and I start to cackle. And, and the husband's going, what was that? And I told him. So, now, the only thing yeah. is they're going to have to be OCs for the second half of it. Well, yeah. Because I'm not using any or, of the red versus blue characters. Or you could take <laughs> two characters from a fandom you really enjoy and make them Spartans. That's what I did. Yeah, there's that. Ooh. 
Ooh. Because you know who would make a really great Spartan? Yeah. Yeah, I do. You do. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think I've got a really good idea as well. <coughs> but you go right ahead and tell me your suggestion, too. You know who else oh, would make a really great Spartan? Oh, your favorite thing that, that... Hmm? Who else would make a really good Spartan? Well, you could either do Hawaii Five-O. Oh, my God. a great Spartan there. Oh, huh? my God. You don't that's think Steve would make a great Spartan? Because I do. No, that's brilliant. Or, Jeannie or you an could engineer. do or you could do Pacific, no. or, or you could do Pacific Rim, or mm. um, oh, yeah. See, I was thinking Hello? Generation Kill, but you, you've totally put me on a tangent. That that could be like its own <laughs> little series. <laughs> <laughs> you could take the entire Spartan? cast of Pacific Rim and drop them down in a Spartan AU. I could. Oh, yeah, you totally can. Kind of you are flood. Kind of you are flood. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Excellent. That's the power compared, of me, hard. people. That's the power of me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, see, but you know as much about the series as I do, so it's just kind of perfect because it's like, do, 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 do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just, it just, you could literally take the cast of Pacific Rim and drop them down in a Spartan AU like gangbusters. It's like, boom, you know. You do the same oh, thing with Generation name? Kill, Human. yes. What's his name? What's his name? Fuck. Um. Ah. And you can use that whole drift thing to connect your Spartans. It's true. Uh, what was the, what's the, um, the black commander's name in Halo? Oh, God. If you had not asked me, it would have come out of my mouth. Damn it. Go, go. It's a great thing. Ah, that's what I'm looking up. But you could make, um, was it Pendergast, um, the captain of a ship. You could name oh, yeah. the ship um, after one of the Pacific Rim uh Gypsy, Gypsy Danger. Gypsy Danger. You could name it that, and you could put every single character in the Pacific Rim on the ship. It would be awesome. I'm just saying. It would be awesome. Johnson. Avery Johnson. Sergeant Major Avery yes. Johnson. Him, him, yes. and, him and Stagger are totally best friends. They're BFFs. Yeah. They just so, are. yeah. I mean, it would be awesome. It would be awesome. It's oh, totally perfect. God. Oh. Guys, there, do you realize that Azure just put Paul Ingalls up as a Spartan? Yes, <laughs> I saw that. I was ignoring it. But no. Thank you. No. Maybe the monk guy. Hmm. With Father, Father, um, huh? Just, just think Father about it. A series no. of taking other fandoms and throwing them in the Halo universe. Generation Kill, Pacific Rim, You know who I can put down in the Spartan Engineer. If you wanted to put somebody down in the Spartan universe, um, take the bastards. As the Inglorious. Yeah, that's right. (gasps) Because they were Spartans already. They just didn't have the equipment. (laughs) Oh, 
I fucking love that movie. Oh my god. I'm gonna scout me some flood. <laughs> You know, another group that would make me Spartan would be the Losers. Oh. Yeah. That would be hilarious. The entire cast of, uh, what was that show called? It had that really pretty guy in it. It was on TNT. You got a lot of choice. Pick one. There were two girls, a blonde and a brunette. Um... They were criminals, but they worked for the good guy. Um, Leverage, Are you yes. Talking? Leverage, yeah. yeah. Elliot would be the Spartan. Okay. Yeah, yes, Elliot would. would definitely be a Spartan. Spartan. <laughs> but, <laughs> picture, so just, seriously, for a second, though, picture Eames as a Spartan and Arthur as an engineer. Just, just oh, enjoy that for a I, I, yeah, right? I, that's, that's boom. That, that boomed right in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. White collar. White collar yeah. would definitely be oh. an interesting trick. I don't know where white collar would fit in with with stuff. Neil would be ODST though. He wouldn't be a yeah. Spartan or an engineer. Neil's ODST. Yeah, I agree. ODST. I, I, I totally agree. It's apparently, it's I a, um, I, I, um, they're combat Marines. Badass. Like yeah. So what? Um, they're Spartans without the Spartan engineering. There's no so genetic engineering or anything with them. They haven't been but, modified. Yeah. But they okay, can keep up so, with the Spartans. So what? Burke is Burke is the engineer, or Burke is the, the Spartan. Herself is the engineer, and um, Liz, Liz, Neil is yeah, the, Liz would be an engineer. Okay. So he has Chase. Hmm. Absolutely, it would be awesome. Skyfall. Yeah. Of course, Q would be the Ooh. engineer. Well, yeah. Oh yes. But I want to make sure you guys know that 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 whole engineer concept is um, my fan. Totally you. It doesn't actually exist in the Spartan universe. <laughs> not only not only is Q an engineer, he's also in the R and D department. I, I would I would I would agree. It's like Rodney and Q. Uh huh. Yeah. It would be such good for. I'm really enjoying picturing those two in the same room together for five minutes, just with blueprints everywhere. And mayor in the background yelling at them. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm just you know, the idea is um, with when it comes to the immortal souls is to take um, your your souls and move them from one canon to the other. And Ooh. it's not so much that one day he just wakes up and he's James Bond. It's when he turned 18, he remembered who he used to be. You know There's what I mean? one for you then. You know, that would put them right in the middle of the Spartan program, too, so they would actually remember when when the architecture and everything is finished. Here's here's something for you. Hmm. It's Merlin, Arthur, and Guinevere. Okay. Merlin is Neil. Arthur is Burke. Guinevere Um, is Elizabeth. Yeah. I can see that. I can see yeah, that. I totally see that too. Yeah, <laughs> I totally see that. And, and I can just see, you know, the you know all three of them just having a snipe fest, and somebody else, you know, join in, and they all just snap right at them. Just they all just stay out of get them. And oh, Sandy put forth Derek Hale as a Spartan and Styles as an engineer. Yeah, that works. 
Yeah, that works. I can see mm-hmm. it. Although I, think it I could also only see if the reverse Derek of that. Isn't a werewolf. Yeah. I don't think it works yeah. unless Derek is human. He has to be human. Um, yeah. Because um, unless werewolves are known, and even then, would they modify a werewolf? And if they could, could they modify a werewolf? Actually, or would his werewolf nature interfere? They might be able to but, enhance his abilities, but they'd have to be super careful about they, how they engineered him. Ooh, or, or. Because his body was Well, no, because the flood were created by the forerunners, so never mind. Right. That doesn't work. But the, um, the, uh, his werewolf phys- um, physiology would probably reject implants. That's true. It would. So but he would have a hard time. Genetically alter him. Maybe. Yeah, but I don't know how they would um, connect him to his engineer. Hmm. Oh, oh, unless he mated. Magic. He mated. He mated with his engineer. No, that Yeah, that would work. Mm-hmm. So that way he would have that connection so that he wouldn't lose, um, he wouldn't lose himself to the machine. So if he was a Spartan... No, he wouldn't he have to be an engineer, him. but I could see him as an engineer. I just can't see I Styles as a Spartan. Well, see, that, see well, that's no. a mistake, because Styles um, has the physicality to be a Spartan. It's not yeah, so much... I mean, it's the mentality. And you have to remember the training they would go through. It would it, it, would, it would ripple out. I think that if Styles entered the Spartan program as a very young man, 17, 18... Um, that he has every ability to be um, a combat asset. They would definitely have to genetically fix his ADHD, though, because it would mess with right. the implants. So, but it w- it would change him personality-wise a little bit. He wouldn't be quite styled. No, he wouldn't. No. And. <clears throat> But then, any time you move characters into an to, into an AU, and you alter their situation, you have no choice but to alter them, um, as well. If you don't, it's, it's disingenuous. I mean, they can't. That's just like I always said: you can't take a character who's straight and make them gay without it rippling out. Yeah. Well, it's like I was noticing when I was working on Two the Victors. Um, I can't. Make Chuck Lee as big an asshole because of the way that I wrote the situation. Mm-hmm. Because it, it doesn't make sense if I write him that way. It, right. It's just not feasible. If if I kept him the way that he is in the actual movie, it would just entirely ruin the tone of the story. It would make it, in some ways, if he's too much of an asshole, almost abusive. Exactly. So you have I mean, considering to, the way I set it up at the start, it's just yeah, that would not. Yeah, you all the situation. <laughs> he has to have his personality um, mature and and grow with his situation, and and yeah. he can't be static. Um, I think that's a mistake a lot of writers make when they're playing with, with other people's characters is they try to keep them static, and they get this is a huge problem in Harry Potter that I see. Um, hmm. They want to fix canon. They spend so much time fixing canon, they forget to fix Harry. Yeah. One thing that I'm um, 
running into with mine <coughs> is making sure that I still stay within the realm of probable and likely and have I pushed it too far into the fixing all the loose ends, okay? Um, one thing I'm currently stuck on with my nano is Rodney in Canon got the ATA gene pretty quickly. Um, and he, in this, it's the ATA gene and sitting in the command chair that's going to eventually wake him up. So you have to be careful was. how quickly you approach it. Well, it's been two weeks since they got to Atlantis. Um, they're being very careful about what they do um, because they're they're walking into they're not walking into a you have two hours and that's your deadline. Otherwise, we all learn to breathe water. Yeah. Okay. And so it's um, they've got a little bit more time, a little bit more space to poke around in, and that's that's good, but it's also bad. Okay. But the 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 part that I'm having the little bit of uh, I have to to think about how I'm going to do this is what Rodney's reaction is going to be. Okay. Because. Almost everything that I've written has been from John or Jack's point of view. There's not that much from Rodney. Okay? And so even in canon, Rodney has a temper. Okay? And so, and, and it's something I commented to Kira about in a conversation she and I had. Does everybody realize that Rodney went from being fairly unbelieving and not really willing to ascend to ascending within days of getting his brain mangled by that damn ascending machine? He did what took people lifetimes in days. Yeah. Okay? He he took his brain and he forced it to do the meditation, to do everything that the people in that sanctuary spent their lives trying to do. All right. And a guy who looks at ascension and goes, no. All right. And he came back. All right. That was just phenomenal. That was far more than than most of most people did. All right. The next person in line who has ascended from Earth is is um, Jackson, mm-hmm. and he got he got drop kicked the first time. The second time he did it on his own. He knew the he knew the trick. Okay, but the first time he was led. So yeah, interesting trick. Yeah, and oh, so are you are you stuck? I think I'm a little stuck because what I'm I'm how I'm how I'm going to get the um how I'm going to get the reaction to the wake up because um it's it's um 
he's not going to be calm about it. I can't see any form of Rodney McKay, either the one I'm currently writing or the canon Rodney McKay or your any of your Rodney McKays, to be sweet, calm, and accepting about the fact that he basically was this ancient who got forcibly deascended, had his ability to take care of his his equipment taken away, and some jackass is sitting there and <laughs> screwing with him. I mean, so, so here's the question: no. um, Yes, yes, Rodney has a temper, um, but Rodney's also capable of a great deal of discretion. Yes. So, okay. <clears throat> so maybe he wouldn't th- lose his temper in public. <laughs> yeah, he would. Well, he's pretty rational when he needs to be too. Yes, never said he's going to lose his temper in public. Just you know that he has one. You know, well he's and allowed to he- lose his shit when nobody else is around. It's none of their fucking business. If he wants to throw a temper tantrum <laughs> and blow shit up on a computer screen, he's allowed to. <laughs> Yeah. No, but yeah, I mean, you have to, um, because actually, I only have one Rodney that I write that wouldn't have hopped right out of that chair and punched John Shepard in the face. <laughs> I have one yeah. McKay who wouldn't do it, and that's the McKay in Ties That Bind. Every other McKay uh-huh. I write, including the one in What Might Have Been, if he was in that situation, he would have come out of that chair swinging and he would hit John Shepard in the face. Because he has that shit uh-huh. coming. Uh huh. Um, it's true. I mean, that's a pretty heavy secret to be keeping. So, but yes. what you already established is that John knows what the chair is going to do to Rodney. So, uh-huh. would John let anybody else witness Rodney sitting in the chair the first time? No. And see, that's I a valid really point. Don't. No, I don't think he's going to. And that's that's the so, thing for this is, you know, it's. I, I think it's going to end up being a case of. I got something to show you. Come on, you wanted to see this, and you know, go down and and have him experience the chair on his own. Right. Yeah. And then that way, if Rodney has a big fit, no one's going to see it but John. Yes. So he's at least offering him some form of courtesy, even though he's been keeping a secret from him. I don't think it's courtesy so much as a, it's not really um, good, um, it's not good command decision to have one of the two mission commanders losing their shit and, and decking the other. It's also not a good idea to borrow trouble in your own home. <laughs> you, don't, you, don't make, you don't make war where you sleep. Exactly. Yes. Um, yeah. But also, yeah, I mean, yeah, so John knows in advance what the chair is going to do to McKay. Uh-huh. Yeah. But it's not like it's going to be a surprise for John, so you just have to, you know. It's, it's I don't want to give you suggestions, because <laughs> that's against no, my rules. <laughs> I'm, I'm perfectly fine with, with this, because it's, it's letting me talk out an issue. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's... Um, it's a case so of yeah, this is this is interesting. So here's the question. Is Rodney more angry or is Rodney more hurt by the fact that John has known for how long has this been since John sat in the chair in the Antarctica? Uh three, a couple of months, four months, right? 
Yeah. So here's John going about his business, knowing all of this, knowing that Rodney is his soulmate, knowing that Rodney mm-hmm. is an ascended is a is a descended ancient, knowing all of this mm-hmm. about McKay, and he's keeping it from him. And even if Rodney wouldn't have believed it, what was John's obligation to Rodney to tell him? And so does is is Rodney more angry or is Rodney more hurt? Because that is the true test of how he's going to respond. And that's going to affect the rest of your story, too. So, Yeah, I think it's going to be a case of um, the temper's going to light first um, just because that seems to be the default setting for both men. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then once once the temper is lit, you know, and then there's the think, you know, I, I can't just react because he's he's more than his temper. He's he's learned to to think through his anger and not just let it rule him. But also, there, there. My dog. Sorry, my dog is howling, and I need to get him out of the house before he wakes up my husband. Um, I see you. I see you. Yes, I do. Hey, pretty. Which one is it? Hey, is it the one or is it Cisco? No, it's Cisco. Hey, pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was in here earlier. He didn't want to be outside when it was wet. Uh, <clears throat> anyways. Yep, please, I'm um, him. So, so he's angry and he's hurt, but there also has to be some relief mm-hmm. there because this curiosity he's had about John is being satisfied. Mm-hmm. And this attraction that he didn't expect is being satisfied. All of it. He's get, he's getting all of his questions answered in a boom, you know. Right. So there's real. Okay, I might lose you guys a little bit because I'm very very far from my receiver. <clears throat> okay, we'll be okay. There's um there's that. There's also a a little bit of. If he's if he's if he's got an answer, it's also an answer, frankly, as to why he has what amounts to ninety percent of the ancient genome. Okay, because yeah. the only thing he was missing was the second half of the activator genome that would allow him to access the um, the ancient gene. Yeah. You know, he basically gets everything on a platter all at once, but it's he may get. And also, you know, there's like there's there's anger and hurt at John. There's fucking fury at the agents who kicked him out. Oh, yeah, that's that's going to go over well. Actually, what what I'm what I can see happening is where the fuck is where's your cousin? I know he had something. He was the last person I saw. Where the fuck is your cousin? And having Jimmy I hate go. that asshole. Um, <laughs> Azur, I wanted to let Azure know that I'm gonna try that um that lasagna in the crock pot tomorrow. Oh, excellent. Okay, sounds cool. There was a recipe that we shared <laughs> on the wall. <coughs> and of course, yeah, he has um, you know, 
John being his extremely hot ass self. Mhm. There's also that. Do you mean to tell me that I could have been hitting it since since Antarctica and what? <laughs> and you you hit it? But no, you know the thing is, is, if he if he had slept with Rodney, it would be eight times worse. You mm-hmm. owe me, dick, motherfucker. <laughs> oh. So you that's a damn if so you do and a if you don't. I can't believe you weren't fucking me all this whole time. Because because if we had been in the middle, I cannot believe you had sex with me without telling me what happened. Actually, there, there's, a, there's yeah. a bit of a, there can also be a, a lovely bit of, I haven't had a dick to have sex with you in over 10,000 years. We're not, no, we're not staying here. Let's go. You know, you want a backlog they, you need to catch up on, motherfucker. Huh? <laughs> it's a backlog. He's got a backlog. <laughs> yeah, <so laughs> they basically ascended within hours of <clears throat> Okay, and you know the only the only reason John ascended or Ionis ascended at that point wasn't because he was following his soulmate, although that was probably a bit of a relief. But it was because a not so lovely Rafe Dart went punching through the front of his ship. Okay, that's the only reason he ascended. All right, he would have done his very best to stay. Um, with Atlantis and continue to fight no matter what it personally would have cost him. Okay? That's the thing. And it's actually over 10,000 years of cock-blocking. But yes, you know, it's it. I can definitely see Rodney being utterly unthrilled at the level of, of cock-blocking that is. You know? So. Cock-blocking is a cardinal sin, I'm just saying. Oh, yeah, you and and, and Mhm. And the thing cock is a terrible thing, thing to waste. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the thing is is I can totally see um you know the commentary going, you know, why didn't you put us closer together? You know? I had to wait until I was in my mid thirties before I could get sex again. You know? Or whatever. However it works out. I could totally see him ascending just to unleash his temper on those motherfuckers. Yes, the problem is... is it's going to send the ancients a sternly worded surface-to-air missile. Mm. There is that. Oh, man, that first thing sternly worded pops up totally a lot for me. different. Well, you know, there's... <laughs> I just tickled myself. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just thinking... I'm just thinking, you know, there's there's that, that damn thing that um, Merlin put together um, that I can totally see Rodney going, I know where Merlin hid that damn whatever it was, and there, I can easily build another. You know, the thing that killed the Ori? Yeah. Yeah. And I so. can modify it to kill your asses. Take that, uh-huh. bitch. Yeah, fully and totally see that. So, are you stuck with getting Rodney down into the chair, or how John's going to accomplish that, or or what? I think it's I think it's a bit of a stuck of um, right now. It's getting getting the I, I'm thinking that I need to get the ZPM discovered. Yeah. Um. Once the ZPMs are discovered, once I've got that done. 
Well, wait, but John remembers um, everything about their past life, right? As ancient? Yeah, John John remembers who he was. He remembers being Eonis. He, he well, knows exactly where everything is. The problem is, is he has to do it in such a way that the rest of the expedition doesn't have, at least at this point, any idea. Okay, at least so how, he that's plays how light I'm thinking. Right? He plays light Yeah, he's right? playing light Yeah. Okay, well, if he's playing light switch and he knows where everything is, he can point at something in the ancient, one of the ancient devices and go, what's that? All innocent-like. <laughs> I mean, this is John we're talking about. He can pull off the innocent and stupid. Mm-hmm. This is true. God. I'm just Ronnie, Ronnie, I don't know how I tell you this, but the city is talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> she's... I thought for a minute the Stargate had made me crazy. I asked around. Nobody else is hearing voices. The city is speaking to me. (laughs) Oh, wouldn't it have been great in Canon if John had walked through the gate and Atlanta said, hey. (laughs) What's up, bitch? Welcome home. Actually, you did that. You did that. Well, she didn't actually speak. I mean, literally no, speaking she... his head, like, hey, bitch, what's up? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, no. Um, I don't know. There's. I don't like this, John. We're about to <laughs> implode, John. <laughs> That's really creepy, Sina. <laughs> I know. This makes me, this makes me unhappy, John. I don't like Kevin oh, John. Yes. Barbara, Can I kill him, Barbara, Barbara Gillespie. Barbara Gillespie tells me it's a sand girl, and yeah. yes, it is. She, yeah. It, thank you, Barbara, for rem- remembering that. Um, <coughs> I, I can totally see, you know, Rodney going. You know, I got no problems with letting one of these fuckers off. Yeah. I'm an astrophysicist. So. I have no problems making a new star. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is yeah, John. Exactly, Rowan. This is John. Exactly He's the right edition. This is Rodney. Don't make him mad. He will fuck your shit up. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, that's yeah. perfect. <laughs> Original tip. Yeah, it's- he says, Dr. Keller is illogical. I believe she's a defective unit. Shall I sterilize? But you have to put John at the end of it. I'm sorry, uh-huh. John. I can't do that. <laughs> You're absolutely right, Rowan. I'm, it's just I'm creepy, sorry, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, John. I can't let her live, John. <laughs> oh, God. That woman makes me pissed. You know, she upsets and, you, John. And, and, Oh, by the way, have you guys noticed she's not in there? As many people as I folded in, she's not in there. I haven't read your story yet. Eh, well, don't worry about it. <coughs> well, but if I read it, I'll get distracted, and I I have other things I'm supposed to be doing right now. Yeah, like writing. I know, you and me both. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like writing. I'm going to admit it. I'm stuck. we got four minutes left. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, open up that barrel. Um I um I have a confession. I think most of you probably um know this. Um you might not know why, but you do know this. I actually haven't written butt sex in about a year until I broke through that barrier mm-hmm. with um 
Tony and Steve, there was a really inappropriate experience in the chat room that we should uh-huh. not be discussing. Uh-uh. And it managed I to wanted get a whole to know, bunch of people. I wanted to know what it was, and someone provided me with a link. Mm. And I should not have I looked. I don't know if I was here for that. I should you not are. looked. Oh. Oh, you were. Text me later. I got like five emails and six messages through Facebook, and yours was one of them. Um, about mm-hmm. this person posting this image in the Facebook group. Oh, and, I mean, oh, in, the, in the chat room. Oh, in the chat room. And yeah, I no. made the mistake of, of asking to see the image from somebody, and somebody provided me a link to the image. And um, I haven't been able to write anal sex since I watched it. And they wonder why they got banned. Just saying. <laughs> they do wonder. Are they serious? Because I sent them an email telling them explicitly why they were banned. They should not wonder. No, I don't think they wonder anymore. Mm. No. Um, so until I wrote Tony and Steve getting it on in my rough trade, mm. so I did break the mm. barrier. Yes, which is why I've been so much lately. I, mm-hmm. It really messed me up. And I don't want to discuss. I mean, if you don't know what it is and you're terribly curious, I'm going to tell you when we're at the two-minute mark. So if you don't want to know what it was, you should turn the radio show off, like, right now. Um, Uh um, I promise you, you probably don't want to know. I'm going to be totally honest with you because I'm still pissed off about it. Because I'm going to spend the next two minutes talking about about it it. because we've got two minutes left. And five, four, three, three, two, two. One. Somebody posted in the chat room an animated gift, and in that animated gift, these two men were fucking, and um, the bottom had what amounts to explosive diarrhea. Yep. Yep. Oh, God. Oh, God. And what's worse is this isn't the only image she posted in the chat room that night. There were others. And um, she no. kept doing it after she was told not to. And so that's why she was banned from the chat room and banned from the website, and she's not a part of my Facebook group. And, um, no. yeah. Um, Rowan, you can uh, listen to it on the podcast. Um, it made Azure sick. Mm-hmm. Um, it made and, a lot of people um, sick. And, yeah, I didn't see the particular image that she's referring to, but some of the other images that she did post were posted just to piss me off. And guess what? It fucking worked. So we're done in 60 seconds, and she did kind of ruin me or, or put me off anal sex for a while. And so now I've broken the anal sex barrier on my rough trade, and boom, duh. I'm, but then now I can't write. <laughs> but at least I broke through the barrier, right? You did. Yeah, exactly. We're down to, we're down to 45 seconds. Um, I did ban her. Um, she never said a single word to me in an email. Not mm-hmm. one. Hey, we're done for the evening. You guys have a great week. Don't work too mm-hmm. hard. And be good or don't get caught. This is true. Don't get caught. We'll talk to you all later. <laughs> There's nothing we get caught for.
500 ways to save. One month only at Phil Penny Mitsubishi during May Memorial Month. Now through May 31st, we will accept your credit application. A $200 down payment and a $350 a week paycheck can get you a new Mitsubishi. Don't forget, every new vehicle comes with our 10-year unlimited warranty. You can win 5000 with our 5K test drive giveaway. Visit PhilPennyMitsubishi.com. To qualify buyers on approved credit, warranty valid through 10-year ownership on new vehicles only. One entry per household per month. Must be 21 with valid driver's license and insurance. See dealer for details. Can't wait for summer? Old Navy's huge summer sale starts now. All jeans, all tees, all dresses, and all shorts are on sale up to 50% off. Jeans start at $15 for adults, $10 for kids. Shorts from $12 for adults, $7 for kids. Buy online and pick up in-store for free today. All jeans, tees, dresses, and shorts are on sale up to 50% off. Now at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 5-6 to 5-12. Excludes in-store clearance. Active, licensed, men's packaged, and flag tees.